0: Alabama Congressman Gary Palmer announced before today's Republican conference meeting that he has dropped out of the race for speaker, though I'm not sure that merited an announcement. That's like calling Wendy's to cancel your reservation.
1: I don't think it's actually anything like calling Wendy's to cancel your reservation, but I I understand you're desperately grasping at straws to try to say something funny that's insulting to Republicans, but uh, once again, big fail big fail that is uh another fail late night tv the writer strike is over I, I i have to keep reminding myself that that that's the level of comedy that we get from the highest level of network television comedy writing that's uh, that's it that's as good as it gets in 2023 Well, happy, happy Wednesday to you. Hump day in the Clinton household. Which means, as everyone knows, Hillary Clinton waking up face down in a pool of her own dried vomit on the kitchen floor with an empty one-gallon cardboard box of cheap New Zealand Chardonnay. The Secret Service standing over her, shaking their heads. Once again, what a sad, sad story she is. But kind of funny at the same time, got to admit, today is mailbag day. It's mailbag. I have my, I have my mailbag questions right here in front of me. And, uh, and because it's mailbag day, I'm going to get to the mailbag questions today. And that's, uh, that's, always, uh, that's always fun, actually. And because, uh, you know, we have such great, great listeners out there in America and around the world. We have uh, listeners all around the world. Uh, we do Sweden and Belize, and uh, we got them all over the place. Japan, uh, the Horn of Africa. We have uh, we have listeners everywhere, 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 scattered around Europe. Uh, where do we get? Uh, we had a nice caller. Um, he was in Greece. He was in Greece a couple of weeks ago. He was traveling with his bride, uh, but uh, listening, uh, and uh, was on, I think it was on his way to Corfu when last we spoke. Also, we've uh, had. Uh, A uh, listener calling in from Israel, Stephen has been calling in from Israel uh, and updating us on his circumstance. Um, And, uh, you know, the Democrat Party, they're they're on the side of death and jihad and abortion and crime and uh, everything bad. You know, that's the Democrat Party. Transgenderism and leftism and, uh, boy, the Democrat Party just it should be banned. It should be disbanded. If you're a Democrat, you should really leave the Democratic Party because it's an insane organization. Just uh, just saying. In fact, you know, the, the famous playwright, there's a great and famous playwright by the name of uh, David Mamet. David Mamet is uh, very well known to um, an awful lot of people. And he's, he, uh, one of the things they wrote a a play that became a movie called *House of Cards*. That was a um, a fun movie, and um, and he's a very a very smart man. He's uh, been a very smart man for a very long time, and that that hasn't stopped. Playwright David Mamet urges Jews to stop supporting Democrats. He's a Chicago guy, uh, Mamet. I think it did. He wrote about last night too, didn't he? Did he write about last night? I think he did. Playwright David Mamet urges Jews to stop supporting Democrats, comma, sending kids to anti-Semitic colleges. Well, are there any left if you, if you eliminate? Let's see. Let's go down the list. We're going to start scratching off the, the anti-Semitic colleges and, uh, gosh, going to have to leave the country, I think. Might have to leave the country to find a college. Award-winning playwright David Mamet joined America's Newsroom on the Fox News Channel on Tuesday. To react to White House Press Secretary Cringe on Pierre and her widely criticized response to a question about anti-Semitism during the Monday briefing, you may recall I uh, played it for you here. She was asked about anti-Semitism in the United States, and she responded by uh, going on about um, what she called Islamophobia. Islamophobia—that's that's kind of crazy. It's like, do you have a you know, if somebody's on a roof shooting down in the school? Do the uh, students have um, sniper phobia? Is that is that uh, because the Democrats they use the words but they don't know what they mean, and this phobia thing is one that has confused them for a long, long time. A uh, clinically diagnosable irrational fear of something like a fear of heights or a fear of roller coaster or a fear of flying. There are many legitimate fears that people have phobias, um, but. The Democrats say, you know, you've got homophobia. Um, No, no, I don't have an irrational fear of anything. You've got Islamophobia. No, no, but I've been following the news for a long time and, you know, and I've uh, seen the decapitations and things, and there's a worldwide uh, blood sopped movement. And uh, that's not an irrational fear, it's a legitimate concern, and it should be proportionate to the threat, which is real. Uh, But never mind that. So uh, David Mamet, when asked about President Biden's level of concern regarding the potential rise of anti-Semitism, Jean-Pierre said the White House had not seen any credible evidence of any credible threats, but noted that Muslims, and those perceived to be Muslims, how are you perceived to be a Muslim if you're not a Muslim exactly? It's a religion. You know, that's kind of a crazy thing. Wearing the garb, maybe, but uh, that'd be a clue have endured, she said, a disproportionate number of hate-fueled attacks. There was one child murdered by a lunatic in Illinois, and that was a terrible thing And the guy's a complete mental case and was apparently landlord to the six-year-old child that he murdered. That's a terrible thing. That's a murder. Uh, you know, about um, uh, 280 people have been murdered since then in the United States, but uh, the Democrats aren't talking about those because it doesn't serve their political goals. But uh, extraordinary, extraordinary stuff. Now, uh, cringe, cringe on Pierre. Terrible, awful, awful person. And uh, I bet she, sh- she should be asked today about the ACLU defending HIV-positive transgender prostitutes, don't you think? Is the ACLU an out-Memphis, out-Memphis, a mainstream Democrat party gay group, uh, suing the state of Tennessee because... They uh, they have an additional law that makes it more illegal to be a prostitute if you're HIV positive. And that, of course, is because you could give other people HIV because it's a sexually transmitted disease. See how that works. But the ACLU, a Democrat front group, and out Memphis and the Transgender Something Center, they're like, oh, no um and the, the, you know their words like oh you're just persecuting black transgender street prostitutes because they might be giving people aids well yeah yeah but the democrat party and the ACLU that's part of the democrat party they're uh, they're in there defending the um uh, black transgender HIV positive street prostitutes who are spreading HIV and aids and um and uh, the idea that you'd make that more illegal than someone who is not HIV positive being a prostitute, that is uh, confusing to the Democrat Party because they love AIDS. Everyone has AIDS. They, uh, AIDS, <laughs> AIDS, AIDS. <laughs> Sorry, i and in, breaking into the song from Team America World Police. Uh, they've got their Everyone Has AIDS uh, song. But uh, that's your Democrat Party. And um, when the Democrat Party has, they've convinced, they've brainwashed, they've indoctrinated, they have educated, I'm making quotation marks with my fingers, they've educated people to be anti-Semites. And that's what our college campuses are doing and the George Washington University with the projectors last night here in Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, with our projectors uh, sending uh, the, the message on the uh, the wall of a library funded by a Jewish family glory to our martyrs this is an, look these are not jihadis that are doing this these are democrats these are young people in their 20s and possibly even their teens who are projecting free palestine from the river to the sea which is the jihadi mantra that means wipe israel off the map that's what that means. And glory to our martyrs, that is, those who die killing Jews. See, that's, that's where your Democrat Party is today. So you send your kid off to college, may come home a leftist, may come home gender confused, transgender lunatic. Now may come home a jihadi because of the Democratic Party. That's just the way that is. Also, uh, the Washington Post reported yesterday that the Biden administration is making plans to evacuate more than 600,000 Americans living in the Middle East because they think that a much broader war may break out soon. And they're talking about evacuating every American citizen from Israel, from Lebanon, and from surrounding countries, Egypt and others, 600,000. You know, honestly, that is uh, not something that this administration would do. Look what they did with the evacuation of Kabul in Afghanistan. This is not something that they're up to. And that number, I think, is twice the number of British troops at Dunkirk, which required an all-out national effort to remove their troops from the beaches World War II, it's a thing called World War II. We don't teach that anymore. In the meantime, um, the, and that would just be a disaster, and Joe Biden is not up to the job of being president. But in the meantime, the White House holds a wellness meeting for Muslim, Arab, and Palestinian AIDS working at the White House. See, everyone has AIDS. And so Joe Biden's got AIDS, he's got AIDS at the White House. White House senior staff reportedly held wellness meetings for AIDS, A-I-D-E-S, who may be struggling with Israel's defensive measures taken against the Hamas terrorist group. The Breitbart News Organization reports the meetings termed listening sessions, they love listening sessions, featured serious discussions about the war and its impact on White House AIDS. Eight officials told Politico... Eight. They didn't believe the first seven sources, so they had to get an eighth. Okay, now you've got enough to go with the story. First five, couldn't believe them. Six, not enough. Seven, you're going to need one more. All right, now, now, boss, you got to go to your editor. I've got eight, eight aides. Ooh, scorching. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan conducted one of the virtual wellness check staff meetings. On October 13th, about 100 staffers attended, which Politico described as a review of the Biden administration's position on the war while emphasizing not everyone agrees with it and has their own strong personal feelings about the fighting. That means that they have jihadis in the White House. That's what that means. That they don't believe in civilization. That's what that means. Because the Democrat Party is mentally ill. The wellness meetings for the... How many jihadis are working in the White House? Honestly. You guys. Your Democrat Party is very, very unwell. And in the meantime, the, uh, the Democrat Party... Here's the headline from the New York Daily News. Hamas terror is celebrated on American campuses. Colon. They love their colons, don't they? That is, uh, that is just, uh, that's, uh, that's an amazing, and this is, you know, a left-wing paper in New York. Hamas terror is celebrated on American campuses. Students for Justice in Palestine goes beyond advocacy. And on more than 100 college campuses from coast to coast today, the pro-Hamas, pro-Jihad, pro-terrorist, genocidal, anti-Semitic, wing of the Democrat Party, which is very much in the mainstream of the Democrat Party. They're having rallies on campuses, just like the From the River to the Sea and uh, Glory to Our Martyrs at George Washington University last night. The Jihad is here, and it is the Democrat Party. That's the Jihad. Here in the United States, you got your Islamists and the open borders and Untold numbers of illegal aliens who are here to do harm, to do ill, but it's all the Democrat Party. What do you hear? There's a, the, the uh, there's a recording of a Hamas murder, who's bragging to his mother and father about murdering Jews with his own hands, and I've got the transcript for you of that call coming up. Hey, do you have nasty odors in your home or office that you'd like to get rid of, but you just can't seem to get rid of? Well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking, from cigarette smoke, from litter boxes, even leftists. Michael Moore is no match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. Famously smelly Michael Moore. I've met him, he smells. The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds to clear any room of any odor. Plus, there are no expensive filters that you've got to buy and replace on a schedule like some air filters. Hundreds of thousands of thunderstorms sold. Look at the thousands and thousands of five-star reviews online. It works like a champ. I've got two working at home right now myself. And this week, I've got a great deal for you to get your own thunderstorms. Right now you can save two hundred American dollars when you buy three Eden Pure thunderstorms for whole home protection. Put one in the teenager's room. That's three units for under 200 dollars All you have to do is go to Eden Pure Deals, EdenPureDeals.com. Enter the discount code Chris. That's my first name. That's Edenpuredeals.com. The discount code is Chris. And because you know me, you get free shipping too. Yes, sir. Yeah, this transcript of the jihadi bragging about murdering the Jews with his own hands. And his parents are thrilled. His parents are thrilled. This is why we made B-52s in the first place. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com
0: Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen.
1: All right, so the Israeli Defense Forces, the Israeli military, released an audio recording. Um, A jihadi had murdered a bunch of Jews and was very proud of himself and used the cell phone of a woman that he murdered to call his parents and brag about what he had done. And I have uh, the transcript of the call in my hands right here, and I, I want to share this with you. It is a, uh, a gruesome, gruesome thing, and it is, it's the reality of what's going on there and what's going on in the world and what the Democrat Party is cheering here in the United States of America as Joe Biden slow rolls the Israelis and still no ground invasion uh, into the Gaza. There are reports that there are U.S. special operations forces that have already gone in there, that there have already been, well, has already been at least one firefight. And, and according to one colonel, uh, now retired, uh, Americans may have been wounded in combat in the Gaza already. And I'll share that with you. And I want to share the, the Hamas terrorist bragging to his parents and, and his parents' reaction, his parents' response to his claim that he had killed so many because, you know, this is a very different part of the world. But the the left here in the United States, um, they are all in with the jihad, uh, gender dysphoria, leftism. Forget about that stuff. That's yesterday's papers. Now on college campuses, you're not cool if you're not down with the jihad, if you're not a jihad supporter. This is the United States of America in 2023 – because of the Democrat Party. Uh, why do you hear this, uh, this troglodyte from hell who should get a bomb on his head and his parents uh, should be there when that happens because it's a very different part of the world. Also in the House of Representatives, which is getting a little boring at this point, isn't it? It's been several weeks. Do we really need a Speaker of the House? They continue to get nothing done. I don't see a lot of difference to the three weeks preceding the rejection of Kevin McCarthy. But the Republicans in conference have uh, now voted in Mike Johnson. Congressman Mike Johnson nominated him to be the Speaker of the House, and they may even have a floor vote today. Uh, Mike who? Um, I know, and I I hope to get to this a little bit later on, but it is, you know, it's Washington boring process stuff. Yeah, give me a speaker and get back to me when you're passing a bill that I care about. Uh, How about that? But I was uh, telling you about the jihadi um was the jihadi at the George Washington University was the jihadi participating in uh, more than 100 pro-jihad marches on college campuses today in the United States orchestrated by the Democratic Party and their uh, what what is it students for justice in Palestine. They, they don't know what Palestine is. they don't know what justice is. Uh, the fact that they call themselves students is kind of sad too, but Uh, This is what the Democrat Party has done to college campuses, turned them into hotbeds of genocidal anti-Semitism and anti-Westernism and pro-Jihad. That's pretty demented stuff. How'd they do that? That is total information dominance. You know, Lenin said, give me a child for five years, and the seeds I have planted, the seeds I have sown will never be uprooted. Vladimir Lenin. Give me that child for 10 years, and I'll give you a Bolshevik for life. There's a Hitler quote about giving me the children, too, and since they're turning them into anti-Semites, maybe that one would be more appropriate, but they're both entirely appropriate. Now back to the jihadi in uh, the Gaza. This is kind of remarkable. A disturbing phone recording released by the Israeli Defense Force has captured a Hamas terrorist bragging to his parents about the murder of Jews in the Chilling Conversation. The Chilling Conversation is a a fair description, I think. In the Chilling Conversation, he bragged to his parents about the murder of Jews. The terrorist claims to have personally killed 10 Jews, and even sent photos of his victims to his parents because they're, you know, not completely privative. They can uh, take pictures. And turns out he stole the phone of a woman that he murdered, used that phone to shoot pictures of the 10 people that he murdered, and he sent texted the photos of the murdered people to his parents. Now, the incident occurred, of course, on uh, October 7th while the troglodytes were. On a murder spree that the Democrat Party is wholeheartedly endorsing. He bragged, Look how many I killed with my own hands. Your son killed Jews, exclamation mark. I killed ten with my own hands, Dad. Ten with my own hands. Shockingly, the or not shockingly, the terrorist parents seemed to applaud his actions his father responded, oh, my son, God bless you. He said, Allah bless you, because nobody says, God bless you, um, the God of the Bible, when you've murdered a whole bunch of people. Oh, my son, God bless you, while his mother expresses hope for his safe return. I hope he's killed with a bomb, and I hope that he walks through the home of his The front door of his parents' home before that bomb gets to him. Defiantly, the terrorist states, There's no going back. It's either death or victory. This means it's wiping the Jewish state off the map or he dies. I I suspect that he's uh, going to die. The parents uh, couldn't have been more thrilled. The parents are very excited. They're very proud of him. And uh, he's very proud of himself. I killed 10 with my own hands. Your son killed Jews. I killed 10 with my own hands. Dad, he says, 10, with my own hands. Dad, thrilled to hear the news. Mom, a little concerned that he might not come home safe. My son, God bless you. There is no going back. This is the, this is the jihad, and it's uh, being admired on the campus of George Washington University in Washington, D.C., by Rashida Talib, who, who uh, gets a good feeling every time she thinks about the Holocaust Rashida Tlaib is a Democrat member of the House of Representatives. She is a mainstream Democrat loved and admired by the media and by the Democrat Party as the U.S. readies plans for a mass evacuation of 600,000 Americans from the Middle East once this war really takes off and Iran jumps in uh, wholeheartedly. And again, Rashida Tlaib... She loves the Holocaust. She said, there's a kind of calming feeling I always tell folks when I think of the Holocaust. That's uh, Rashida Tlaib. She's a Democrat. That's your Democrat party. Now, after hearing this, uh, the phone call, and he, uh, he sent the pictures. There was another one where a family received a phone call from their child's cell phone, and they picked up, and their child was missing. They picked up the, uh, the cell phone thinking their child was calling, but it was the jihadi that had murdered their child and the child's uh, girlfriend. And they it was a uh, FaceTime call and turned the camera on their murdered child and the child's girlfriend while the jihadi was bragging to the parents about having just murdered them. See, that's the jihad. That's, and that's what uh, George Washington University, glory to our martyrs, projected on the side of the Gelman Library, uh, paid for by contributors to George Washington University. The Jewish Gelman family that paid for the library free Palestine from the river to the sea projected on the side of the library now it uh, it did I'm talking to Jeff Wolf about this this morning and uh, Jeff is uh, you're a Jewish person aren't she, he's Jewish too and um, and I said you know it uh, this all this jihad stuff reminds me reminds me of a joke reminds me of a joke and uh, the joke is about two Palestinian mothers uh, sitting in front of their hellhole, uh, knitting suicide vests. And one mother says to the other, Oh, my son Babu, he blew himself up and killed the Jews when he was only 15 years old. Only 15 years old. Said, oh, and the other mother shakes her head. Oh, so said, So said, My son, Mahmoud, he martyred himself when he was 17 years old. 17 years old. He blew up a truck bomb and killed himself and." and he killed the Jews. Oh, so, 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 very proud, very proud. They martyred, they martyred the son. Said, and um, my, my nephew, uh, Mohammed, Mohammed, he martyred himself at the age of 14. He blew himself up on a bicycle, a bicycle bomb, and uh, he killed the Jews. And the first mother shakes her head and translates, and she says, oh, they blow up so soon. See, they blow up so soon, see, they, they, they blow up so soon. It's kind of like mothers in America think their sons, they grow up so soon. But there, they blow up so soon. See, they, the, the kids, they, they blow up so soon. So whenever I uh, see these, uh, you know, these people are the, they're the Nazi Germany of today, and carpet bombing is a perfectly good option, honestly. Um, that's right, they blow up so soon. They, they, that's the, it's not easy being a mother in the, in the Gaza, the Palestinian thing. Uh, but here in the United States, the Democrat Party, they've got the jihad going. Uh, we're expecting more than 100 campuses nationwide. I assume that Rashida Talib will be participating because every time she thinks of the Holocaust, a calming feeling comes over her. She is a genocidal racist, and she is a Democrat in Congress. It's not like she's some idiot sitting at home in Minnesota. She is... A member of Congress from Michigan, talking to a lefty about this last night, and it's like, you think she'll be in trouble, um, you know, next year's election? Uh, no, no, she's safe in her district. She's and she is a genocidal racist, and her voters are genocidal racists as well, because the Democrats. That's the uh, that's the thing. Uh, if you're a jihadi. You should be deported, or you, you know, and, and the FBI is uh, uh, chasing Catholics. The FBI is chasing parents of school children. Um, and uh, boy, and today, more than 100, more than 100 campuses, college campuses nationwide, with marches in favor of jihad. Because the Democrat Party. That is the case. That is a straight-up fact. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Man. Uh, all right, I should... Uh, oh, I've got to do my, my mailbag. I have my mailbag in front of me. I don't have time right now, though. So I'm going to have to save it for the next hour. I'll do it off the top of the next hour. Uh, so uh, let's plan on that. I've got cringe uh, for you. i got cobble Kirby for you today. I've got... Uh, I've got all kinds of uh, fun stuff uh, from a BBC reporter who is uh, taken to task. i better, I got I to gotta tell you. In fact, let me, uh, uh, Jeff, let's go, to, let's go to a little bit of audio here because there's lots and lots of good stuff. Let's go to soundbite number five. Number five. Um, numero cinco, as the Democrats like to say, because they're not on our side. You know, the borders have been open for so long. Thousands of people have been nabbed coming across our border from countries that are hotbeds of radical Islamic terror like Yemen and Iran and Iraq and Afghanistan, and uh, then there are all the ones we haven't caught. Well, the BBC, uh, that's the British Broadcasting Corporation, and uh, they're lefties, and a BBC reporter was interviewing a now former Israeli Prime Minister, Naftali Bennett, Naftali Bennett was on, and uh, the BBC reporter decided that uh, it was a, a good time, and this would be a good person, to uh, start throwing Hamas talking points at. And uh, the BBC reporter speaking to former Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett.
0: Basic rule: The parties to the conflict shall confine their operations to the destruction or weakening of the military resources of the adversary, and shall make a distinction between the civilian population and combatants, and between civilian objects and military objectives. So I that's come back- exactly what we're doing. That's exactly why we are allowing the c- civilians to evacuate before pounding them. We're doing but the it, opposite. It's, it's not exactly what Hamas did. Do. No, uh, wait, you, exactly- asked the, you asked the question. Would you let me answer?
1: No, no, she won't because she's an activist and not a journalist. Former Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett.
0: What Hamas, ISIS did is they entered roughly 30 communities. Whenever they can, they butchered babies. They burnt them alive. They pulled a, a baby out of a pregnant moms and, and then beheaded the baby, beheaded the mom. They raped young girls. This is what we're dealing with. and. With all due respect, I think that Geneva Conventions, first and foremost, tell a country, you need to defend yourself, and we will defend ourselves.
1: The uh, BBC, well, wait a minute, I, I, gotta, I got some Hamas talking points I want to get to.
0: We're going out of our way. I know that uh, last week a hospital was uh, uh, fired by Islamic Jihad that fired a rocket on it, and BBC said that it was Israel. But it was in Israel. And I understand that BBC has taken a side of uh, uh, on the Gazan side because all your questions are only about the Gazan civilians. That's not you true. You haven't asked one that's question. Tr- that's not true. You haven't true. asked one question I, I began about by those t- children.
1: Yeah, that's not true. That's not. We just were playing the whole thing for you. She didn't uh, play the other side at all. The uh, left wing uh, BBC anchor.
0: Mr. But Bennett, it seems that, that is not true. That you cared little about our side. Oh, it is. Mr. What Bennett, must- I began. I began. Our side? I began by talking about the hostages, and what I'm asking <laughs> you about now is. No, I'm not talking it's- about the hostages. I'm talking about the babies that were murdered, and you keep on caring only about one side. But that is the BBC way. But uh, let me let me tell you something. We're here protecting you. You're, we don't need your protection. And if you think there's a, a balance here between two equal sides then you are lacking moral clarity. And BBC, I must say, is lacking moral clarity. What you guys did last week, shame on you.
1: Victoria Derbyshire is the name of the BBC Derbyshire. Victoria Derbyshire. That's like a Monty Python fake British name, isn't it? That's a, that's almost ridiculous. Victoria Derbyshire. Uh, and uh, he was having none of it. And I was listening to this... Um, with my best girl yesterday afternoon. And I said, this sort of thing needs to happen more often. And my best girl said, it already is happening more often. And I certainly hope that it is happening more often. And uh, the American media is no better than the BBC. I can uh, I can tell you that much. And uh, this woman got some, some pushback. She I needed more. Oh, no, I talked about the hostages. Yeah, from the perspective... Oh yeah, I've got some uh, CNN, there's a CNN story. CNN was promoting the, uh, the kindness and the charitable behavior of the Hamas terrorists and hostage takers yesterday. I've got that for you coming up as well. CNN, bring it back to the United States. And, you know, ground invasion, evacuation of 600,000 Americans. Joe Biden is still in the White House. There's only one Chris Plant, The Chris Plant Show. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. Well, I mentioned earlier that Michael Piercy is at home today because of uh, family obligations. But he was listening on the radio, and uh, and he uh, and he just pinged me. And he said, you know, that Rashida Tlaib where she says she loves the Holocaust and Hitler said, uh, I think I have that uh, soundbite. And sure enough, so uh, Jeff Wolf is here. Here is a Democrat congresswoman in good standing. She's in the House of Representatives. Good standing with the Democrat Party and the news media, but I repeat myself, on her love of the Holocaust.
0: There's a kind of a calming feeling I always tell folks when I think of the Holocaust and the tragedy of the Holocaust. It's
1: a calming feeling. It gives her a calming feeling because the, the, uh, the tragedy of the Holocaust, it's a tragedy, she says, because then the Jews were given a homeland in what is now called Israel. You know, they only have a claim going back to Abraham, um, a millennium and more before Moses, uh, but uh, never mind that. That's Rashida Tlaib. She's a jihadi. Gives her a calming feeling when she thinks of the Holocaust, mass murder. All right, let's go to, uh, let's grab a quick phone call, Jeff. Let's go to Paul. Oh, wait, hey, wait a minute. Um, let's go to, I got thrown off there. Let's go to Paul calling from London, England. Paulo, you're on the Chris Plant Show.
2: Hi, Chris. How are you today? Very well, Paul. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to say I'm a very, 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 very big fan of yours over here in London, England. Listen to you every day. Very nice. Very Um, happy to hear that. uh, You kick off at 2 p.m. over here. Uh, So it's a lovely afternoon here in London. Uh, I was listening to your clip of the uh, Victoria Derbyshire lady. Yes. uh, From the BBC. Yes. Well, she is a far left extreme hack as you would say Uh, she has cnn levels of bias
1: Um,
2: and as you saw exhibited in that clip the news over here every day to say it's pro jihadi would be the understatement of the decade wow Um, we have the coverage is incredible we have sky news over here as you probably know that's owned by nbc um, and the coverage there is anti-Israel. We have the BBC over here, and guess what? The coverage is anti-Israel. Um, so uh, we, we're having the same problems over here as you're having over there, Chris.
1: Is the sense over there, Paul, that World War III is looming large?
2: Well, do you know what, Chris? I think that we have the same problem over here as you have over there, that the public, are not tuned in to the reality of what is going on in the world Uh because the news coverage is so distorted that people don't understand. They can't see it. And that's why I listen to you guys. I've been listening to the American radio probably for the last 20 years.
1: Well, that is wonderful. The radio over
2: in the U.K. is so diabolical that I tune in to you guys.
1: That is beautiful, Paul. I thank you very much for that. And uh, you speak English very well, too, you know, for a British person.